This week we talk about a dude who ran his car on water and then was suicided. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Swerve Podcast. It's your co-host Izzo. I'm also joined by uh, Magnum today. What's up, what's up everybody? Welcome to the Swerve Podcast. If you're a first-time listener and you're wondering what you've stumbled across, we're two random dudes on a mission to understand everything in the universe, one obscure topic at a time. So our premise here is very simple. Every week we pick a topic that we don't know anything about. It usually swerves off the mainstream path, hence the name of the podcast, usually listener recommended. We research it, then we discuss it on the fly during the podcast. But maybe before we get into today's topic, I think, Izzo, you've got some important words. I do. Um, it's just to let everyone here know that we have a Patreon. Yeah. Okay. Patreon.com slash the Swerve Podcast. Very simple premise. Currently, we have two tiers. We have a $1. Yeah, that's right. A $1 tier, which will give you access to all of our bonus episodes, which we release on a monthly basis. And you'll also get shout outs on the podcast. The second tier is the $3 slap that ass tier. And that'll give you access to all those monthly bonus episodes, the entire library that we have so far. Uh, it'll give you shout outs on the podcast and you will get early access to all of our main and Patreon episodes. So you'll get them a few days before anyone else. Uh, and then we also have a second component of this podcast where we have a round table of what we're drinking for the episode that we're recording. So I'll start us off on the round table. Uh, I've got a pretty cool drink here. It's, it's a shot that I turned into a bigger drink because I couldn't find a shot glass. I know it's ridiculous, uh, but it's called a seduction shot or an Apache shot. And essentially what it is, it's Kahlua as the base. There's a layer of green melon liqueur. And then the top layer is Bailey's Irish cream. Um, it's a pretty sweet drink because none of these things are very strong. Um, so it's very sweet. So it'd be a good shot, but sipping it as a cocktail is kind of gross. Uh, but it's not as bad as some of the shit we've drank on this podcast. Um, <laughs> Magnum, what do you have to drink? I I got to say what you have sounds amazing. For listeners who can't see it, um, it's literally three layers. Like It's like a legit drink. And it's like in a cocktail glass. So it's like an obsessive amount instead of a shot. <laughs> uh, but I don't have anything near as, um, what would you say, exquisite or... or um, effort based i have a half drank corona that i'll be finishing up on the <laughs> podcast and then i have back to back i have two vodka waters but i have one of them in a mug because i didn't have cups <laughs> and then i have i have the other one in a regular clear glass and it's just vodka water so mm, nice. that's what i'm doing uh, I, I do have beer as uh, a, a, another drink as well. So when I get through this super sweet cocktail shot, I'll uh, dive into that. But yeah, yeah. let's. Uh, I mean, I figured we're yeah, I figured we're talking about uh, like a water powered car, so I should have a lot of like water based drinks. That's true. Um, that's actually that's quite funny. 
that's not actually what I was thinking, but it worked. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I guess we could hop into the basics now. Maybe before we get in, even get further into the basics, uh, this topic was recommended by Spurgelicious Asshat. So this is a Patreon-recommended topic. Our boy, Spurgelicious Asshat, That's coming right. in with those hot recommendations. As always. As always. So... Let's 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 get this let's get through the basics here because this one is this is weird. This is like a true crime case slash technology case slash like I don't even know. We'll see. We'll see. There's some physics. There's a lot going on here. But today we're talking about the case of Stanley Meyer. He was the creator of what was called the water fuel cell. Now, this guy he developed this piece of technology, this this engine. He called it the water fuel cell. And I guess you could propel an automobile using just water as a fuel source. Now, I should say that his automobile, like, that he had the water fuel cell hooked up to, if you look it up, it actually wasn't like a car or like a truck. It kind of looked like a dune beetle. Or what? That's not the right yeah, word. Yeah, it was a buggy. A dune buggy? Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like, I don't know, like a a go-kart-esque type thing, but bigger. Yeah, very similar, I guess. Something you can build in your garage, not like a full production vehicle. Yeah. So that's when we're talking about the the car. Because you'll hear a lot of stuff. I mean, this comes up all the time. They're like, oh, there was a car powered on water and like big oil suppressed it. It's like it wasn't really a car. It was like a... A cool go kart, <laughs> but nonetheless, super impressive. If uh, if you can power it based on just water, and we'll get into the details here. But he he basically because he had this right, like that's amazing, right? Like we should just say that right off the bat. Like if you can power something with water, it's like oh, guess what? Like seventy percent of the Earth is water, so looks like we solved the energy crisis kind of deal, right? This is like a big deal. Yeah. So. Like a fuel source that's relatively unlimited. Uh, and then the byproducts are just like, what, oxygen vapors? Yeah, it's just, yeah, I think it's just oxygen and water. That was yeah, it. Water vapor, I guess. <laughs> so it's like more water and more air. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's just like good shit. Um, actually, I might be wrong on that. I, I, I think it still might be a combustion reaction. Um, but that doesn't make sense. How could that be the case? It was like the combustion of hydrogen. So you're essentially like splitting water. There shouldn't be, there shouldn't be a carbon emission then because there's not no, a carbon. It was just like oxygen. Involved. Yeah, that's emission. right. So never mind. No, yeah. it should be, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> carbon neutral. <laughs> that's yeah. Uh, so here we go. This he, so he gained, my point is he gained a lot of notable attention because of his device and it's it was said at least based on my research that he did intra- attract a lot of investor interest and i did see a lot of lectures of him going around like kind of parading his ideas and stuff so we'll get into more of that later but basically this when this came out this was a a big deal like this this was on the news this guy was going around with his um car 
and like showing off his device and stuff. There's there's segments, there's interviews where he like shows the whole thing, um, which is interesting. But like, uh, <laughs> this was this was one interesting fact that I found in one of his lectures. I just wanted to highlight it in the basics because it kind of puts the context of the crime aspect that we'll be discussing as we move through this. But I was watching one of his lex- lectures and, you know, there's always like a guy who's like, oh, this is so-and-so and this is what they did. It's like the, the host of whatever, like introduces the person to come up. Yeah. When the host introduced Stanley Meyer to come up, he said the following. He said, quote, many of you are probably thinking if your invention still works, then why are you still alive? End quote. And then he like brought him up. And I was like, oh, shit. That's some like... <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> That's suspect number one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, he, you know, Myers would come up and he'd, you know, like laugh it off kind of shit. But I'm going to come out right here in the basics and say it. We're going to get more detail later. But Stanley Meyer died suddenly on March 20th, 1998, while dining at a restaurant. So he did have this amazing invention, allegedly. Um, but there are theories that he he did die. <laughs> he was assassinated <laughs> because of this. Um, just to put it in a quick nutshell over in the basics, his brother said that he was at a meeting with two Belgian investors in a restaurant. And then Myers suddenly ran outside during the dinner and he was yelling uh, the following. He said, quote, they poisoned me, end quote. That's literally his last words. <laughs> poisoned? <laughs> Who the fuck is this guy, Rasputin? <laughs> yeah. Well, clearly not. He fucking died. Yeah, he died. <laughs> um, so I just thought that was hilarious because uh, who the fuck dies by poison? Like, what, what's going on here? I don't know. I don't know. So the In idea 1998 poison's not used anymore. <laughs> yeah, who's who's dying from poison in those days? I don't know. But um the point is the theory basically is that Stanley Myers created this water-fueled cell that was basically an engine that we, you know, had an unlimited fuel source would have solved all these issues. There there like energy is essentially almost no cost to it if this device is real. So the idea was that he was suicided by big oil to suppress his invention from disrupting the industry. I mean, he was killed. (laughs) Oh, you're right. (laughs) Yeah, he wasn't suicided. No, he was killed. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Jesus. Because they didn't, like, play it off as a suicide. No. Uh, Do we get into, like, the actual, like... His body was examined by. Oh yeah, yeah, porn. yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll we'll go depth. We'll go. We got a whole part coming up. But that's that's in a nutshell what we're discussing today, and there's a whole lot more to this, and I want to get to the bottom of it. And I actually think we did. I think we did, and we'll get to it. <laughs> yeah, basically, an inventor who died suddenly at the age of fifty-eight after inventing and marketing his water fuel cell vehicle 
essentially in process yeah it's also possible he uh when he met with those investors that he just like didn't give good enough head under the table and they were just mm-hmm. they just killed him <laughs> i've heard uh he met those investors a few times before oh so they were Jesus. repeat customers if Holy that's what you're fuck <laughs> thinking <laughs> and they just they just couldn't yeah i don't know what i'm saying i you know Belgian i retract like that <laughs> respect the we dead love, i retract we love that. maya <laughs> We love you, Maya. We will invest. <laughs> but <laughs> there's one condition. And then they poison And him. at this meeting, uh, it was both Stanley and Stephen Meyer, I think. Because, um, like, his brother you know, was actually, the one I don't that have like, enough... ran out after him. You know, I actually don't know. I, mm. I can't confirm or deny that. I know his brother was the one that said he said that he was poisoned so may, he must have been there to quote yeah. that but it's also possible that someone there told him that you know i don't know we'll see we'll get to the bottom of it so let's talk about stanley allen meyer who the fuck is this guy how is he inventing water engines like what the hell so this guy he's born august 24th 1940 and he was one of two twin boys. So Stephen Meyer, his brother, that that you know, was saying this shit about him being poisoned. He's actually his twin. So I don't know. I I might and have we a little. Know th- how crazy what? twins get. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> call back to the Erickson <laughs> sisters. <laughs> <laughs> that's the perfect segue. I'm gonna insert that fucking song right now. <laughs> People don't care about this. They want hard-hitting stories and in-depth coverage and... and... And twins! Okay, so the point is, there might be another theory here. I don't know. We'll get into it later. Maybe Stanley Meyer is still alive. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe it was the twin that died. We don't know. I don't know. There could be something there. Probably not, but it's an interesting theory. Twin. <laughs> and, and, and twins. Um, and we'll insert that song again because it's fucking double trouble. <laughs> and, and twins. <laughs> so this guy, he's actually a smart guy. I, I Like when I was listening to his lectures and stuff, I was kind of put off. Um, and we'll put that how put off. <laughs> That's a callback to remote viewing and shit. Um, not funny, but we'll keep going. I was put off by his, I don't know, his his phraseology and like how he spoke. But he actually turns out to be a very smart smart man. So he he attended Ohio State University and then joined the military after that. And I have a quote from Stephen Meyer about their childhood. He said, quote, We were always building something. We went out and created our toys, end quote. So it kind of sounds like he was always tinkering with things, you know, had like a, you know, he was partial towards engineering and, and, and building things with his hands. Now, just to say a couple things about him physically, he was six foot three and he had a booming voice. He was charismatic and persuasive. And I did get that vibe listening to his lectures and him talk about the device. He does seem very um, 
very uh, honestly like he is persuasive like he he can lay things out in such a way that you only see um what he wants you to see like he kind of like guides you through these things and if you just use logic then you're going to end up at the same conclusion but whether or not Mm -hmm. those guiding posts are true it's hard to say so the way at least the stuff the articles i read about this guy he seemed to be you know able to converse with both physicists and kind of like bricklayers is how they put it Mm. so like you know he could talk with the scientists he could also talk with the layman uh, and I, I believe that because, like, when I was listening to him, that's kind of how it was. Um, he was also very, like, eccentric. So <laughs> this was one of his favorite phrases. He would say, quote, praise the Lord and pass the ammunition, end quote. That was, like, one of his things that he would say. <laughs> <laughs> Real nice Republican fella, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... You know, he's, he's, yeah, he knows, you know, red-blooded American. He's, he's great. Um, he worked for what's called the Patel Foundation in Ohio. And Patel is a private nonprofit applied science and technology development company that's headquartered in Columbus, Ohio. So he worked, he did work for this, like, you know, this is what they do. They develop technology and shit. And he did work for that foundation but here's the other thing he also was a former nasa employee he worked on the development of the gemini project with nasa and he also worked on the feeding system for energy on what was called concept ebed for this is literally it's called the star wars project and that's a real thing i'm not making that up that's that's a real thing that was like a thing was it Reagan? I, I don't know. I'm not, we're Canadian. We don't know. But that was like a thing. Do you know what so, the Star Wars project was? Um, if I go back in my memory, it had to do with, these. this was still Cold War times. Like Soviet okay. Union was still a thing. They they wanted, it was, well, the way you could put it, it was like almost like a mod, like an old school space force. Like, you know, we have Space okay. Force yeah, now, yeah. but that was like kind of what they were doing. They wanted like to defend um, their satellites and shit. Um, so that's why it was called okay. Star Wars. So he was involved with that. There's more to it than just that, but that's the gist of what it was. And the Gemini Project? I don't know what the Gemini Project was. Okay. Do you? The Gemini Project was NASA's second human space flight program so before mercury and between after mercury and before apollo interesting so So, that's pretty legit it wasn't like a conspiracy project it was like a legit let's try and send people to space right so he yeah so he's been involved with some legit shit and his um so his his brother Stephen Meyer, um, I guess they were former. He was like a former engineer in electricity of USAF, and Myers assembled an operation worth several million dollars in the field of transport and spare parts. So like the point I'm trying to make, like he's a smart guy. He's been involved in some like you know, I don't know, you know like 
seven-figure businesses. He was also recognized and rewarded by uh, the national and international or sorry, by national and international organizations. So for example, he was elected inventor of the year in Who's Who of America in 1993. And he also received a lot of support from, funny enough, Canada, England, and Sweden. So he doesn't, he's not like a, like when you, when I first, my first impression when I, looked into the topic was this is just going to be like a crackpot like out of his garage like mm-hmm. yeah this runs on water and it's like yeah he actually has a decent background so it gives more credibility to the claims so that was good to know so you know seems like he's a intelligent guy he's he does say some weird shit if you listen to his lectures he does reference the lord like literally like god and shit quite frequently um we'll get into that more but you have something against religious men (laughs) no he's just (laughs) (laughs) he's just it just doesn't seem the right time at like a scientific convention to just being like and god guided me to build the water fuel cell and like he literally says like that kind of shit like i'm not kidding like look at one of watch one of his lectures and like He'll say how, like, Jesus guided him and, like, all this shit. He's like, I had to save humanity like Jesus Christ. And I'm like, is this, like, a fucking gospel? Or, like, are we talking about, like, how this fucking engine works? And, I, you know, it's hard to tell. Maybe he was at a church. I don't know. Yeah. They're like, why aren't you dead yet, Stephen Myers? And he comes up, praise <laughs> fucking Jesus. And I'm like, I was dead. And you know what? But <laughs> yeah. Lord Jesus Christ, he saved me. He brought me back to life. <laughs> and he told me, Stanley, you're going to work on this engine. You're going to clean up the world. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get an amen, <laughs> motherfucker? <Everyone's> like, <laughs> <laughs> now pass me that ammunition. <laughs> Give me that whiskey. <laughs> yeah, awesome. I'm not an alcoholic. I'm drunk on Jesus. <laughs> Just downs like a two six. No, I'm pretty sure you're drunk on whiskey, bro. <laughs> Maybe that's what poisoned you. Dies of alcohol poisoning. <laughs> Satan, Satan got my liver that day. <laughs> All right, that's enough. Um, <laughs> let's um, let's talk about his invention. Um, okay, so he was there was this news report on Ohio. It's called, or sorry, it was on an Ohio TV station where he actually demonstrated the dune buggy that he claimed was powered by this water fuel cell. So there's a 30 minute video of. Myers on uh you can find it on YouTube it is from that TV segment and you know for about a half hour he explains things and he's like this is what's going on this is what we're doing this is what's happening but I don't I just want to put it a note here um the engine wasn't running during the whole time he was talking about it and it was like right in front of them just throwing that out making a note hmm. we'll put a pin that in it a good for point. now <laughs> 
Uh, he didn't want to waste water, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. You know, environmentalism, bro. Staggered showers. Staggered showers. (laughs) (laughs) You You know what staggered showers are, hey? Yeah, you like shower every... No, <laughs> no, no, no. I know what staggered showers are. It's like you lather up and then turn the water. You like turn the water off while you're taking oh, a yeah, shower, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Not Wet yourself. <laughs> you just never you shower like once a week. That's staggered yeah. showers. <laughs> yeah, you only shower on Wednesdays. Um, <laughs> only shower when we record the podcast. <laughs> so. Okay, so here's some, I just have some shit to say about this fuel cell. So he stated that only 22 U.S. gallons of water, so that's 83 liters for everyone else in the world that's not American, were required to travel from Los Angeles to New York. So uh, literally across America, 22 gallons of water, 83 liters of water. So I did some calculations. So if you were to drive from los angeles to new york one way it would cost you and this is like present day this is uh this should include the you know the issues with inflation right now on uh, the price of gasoline it was 561 dollars and nine cents um american and that drive was about a 41 hour drive 2789 miles so one way you know almost 600 bucks now, if you were to just simply fly that one way, I found tickets for approximately $120 USD. So you actually, it's actually cheaper to fly from Los Angeles to New York than it is to drive, which maybe is not surprising because mm-hmm. those are like, yeah. you know, major air, air um, lines or not airlines, but like air routes. Um, now, if you were to do that with 22 gallons of water, how much would that cost? And I calculated that to be 0.03 USD, so three cents American. That's it. Yeah, which is about a dollar in Canadian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's about five thousand dollars Canadian. <laughs> Canada is a third world country. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag just inflation. <laughs> We're not uh, political. Um, yeah. That's just that's a good that's a good saying. I I like that saying. Yeah. It mixes two <laughs> words together. It's kind of funny. Yeah, that's good. That's um, good. So yeah, it's did you know we, it's big savings. What's did, up? Did we mention why Stanley kind of was? What was his motivation to create such a thing? Um, I have something later, but it all has to do with Jesus Christ. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> if you have something else, you can bring it up right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, when was it? I think. Before we continue the episode, if you are enjoying our dihydrogen monoxide fueled podcast, the people you hang out with probably will too. Do us a solid and please pass on this episode to your social media friends on Facebook, Twitter, or other platforms. We would definitely appreciate your support. 
I'd also like to take this time to shout out some of our valued listeners. Shout out to Muggins827 on Instagram for the kind words and awesome five-star written review on Apple Podcasts. Shout out to Kennedy Chavez for the dank five-star review and offering to secretly disseminate stickers around his city. Shout out to Right of James for the words of encouragement in our DMs. Lastly, shout out to our newest Patreon, Earl Brian Bradley, for being a badass and coming in at that slap that ass tier. To everyone else, please feel free to slide in those DMs and submit your topic or drink recommendations back to the show. Uh, so yeah, I think the entire reason why Stanley wanted to build this um, water fuel cell uh, was during the 1973 Arab-Israeli war. Um, OPEC, so the people that have like all that Middle Middle Eastern oil, uh, they actually cut off supply to the U.S. So even like in today's world that we live in where oil prices are high because, I don't know, maybe supply and demand issues uh, in 1973, they Central bank abuse. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, uh, sorry. Yeah, like there was there was just no oil in the country, so it was very expensive, and people still wanted to travel. So that was his motivation to try and figure out a way that you know would make it accessible for everyone, and they didn't have to rely on the Middle East oil or even Canada for that matter. They could just use any tap water and start driving. Uh, so that was the whole motivation behind this. Yeah, that actually, yeah, that's a, that puts a lot of uh, context on what he's doing. That's actually, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um. So I want to just talk a little bit more about um, his invention here. So, like, when I was going, when I was listening to his his talk on the TV, he was saying, um, he replaced the spark plugs with injectors that introduced a hydrogen-oxygen mixture into the engine cylinders. So we'll keep that in mind for now, but there's more to say about that as we move through this. But basically, the water was subjected to uh, what he called an electrical resonance that dissociated it it into its basic atomic makeup. So basically, all that means is he would split you know, H2O water into hydrogen, hydrogen and oxygen. And, but what's important here, we have to, we're going to get into this in more depth in the next section, but he's, he's not saying that this is like electrolysis. It is, which is something we already have. He's really emphasizing that it's an electrical resonance. So that's like the added weird thing that we're going to be bringing up. Yeah. With, because with conventional electrolysis, uh, you're actually putting in more energy than the energy that you get out. So that people were saying like, you can't, you can't have this, but Stanley's saying, Oh, it's, it doesn't work with electrolysis. It's this electrical resonance or, you know, yeah. Still using some type of combustion to get the energy. I guess. Yeah. So I have all, yeah, we'll get into it. I got a whole thing on what, what the fuck's going on here, but essentially that's what it is. The water fuel cell that he's using, he's splitting water into hydrogen and oxygen gas, and then he's combusting this um, back into water vapor using 
honestly, like it seems like a conventional internal combustion engine. So that's, yeah, I don't know. Like basically the, 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 the whole, what would you say? The, the whole like add on is this ability to split water and get hydrogen for your, like that's your fuel source at this point in a way that is economically feasible. That's like the add-on that he's bringing in. He's like, oh, it's this yeah. resonance shit. So let's talk a little bit more in depth about this water fuel cell. He, so basically, straight up, like, I saw a lot of people referring to this as a perpetual motion mis- machine. And, you know, perpetual motion machines, those are usually... Like almost, well, no, literally every single time a hoax, like straight up. So like when Mm -hmm. someone's calling this a perpetual motion machine type thing, that's essentially what they're saying. Like, you know, we have laws like of thermodynamics and they're like, you can't violate this. And he's like, aha, but maybe you can. Mm -hmm. So basically you, (laughs) this system, essentially you're getting more energy created in the system than was supplied to the system. So that doesn't make sense. Like, that doesn't, like, that can't happen. Yeah. Yeah. But that's essentially what's going on. So I do want to note, like, the water fuel cell 100% violates the laws of thermodynamics. But, you know, let's, we're going to allow it at the Swerve podcast. We're going to swerve and we're going to go into it and see, you know, give Stanley Meyer, Stanley Myers his due. So, Basically, he's so he's retrofitted this dune buggy with this water fuel cell, and he's using water as a fuel source instead of gasoline. And we kind of said a little bit about this already, but basically, he's splitting water into the component parts through electrolysis. And basically, all that it it's just use we people use this all the time for various applications. You don't it doesn't just work with water; it works with other liquids. And you you essentially just use electricity to break down a liquid into the elementary parts. So like how people do this today, basically you just run an electrical current through an aqueous sodium hydroxide solution. And what will happen, you get oxygen forming at the anode and then you get hydrogen forming at the cathode. And that's it. Like people do this shit all the time. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, when you can, using this electrolysis, uh, sorry, I keep saying it weird, electrolysis process. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> you get hydrogen and then you use that hydrogen gas, that H2 gas to burn it. And that's the energy source to power this whole vehicle. So the breakthrough technology that we're, it's not this. He's, he's like, I got this improved mechanism for electrolysis. Now, that's the thing. Like we, we brought this up already. Like the issue is if, if you, when you do electrolysis, like to run that electrical current, that energy that it used to get that electricity, like whether it was from coal, whether it was from solar, whether, wherever the fuck the energy source was from, it's like you might as well have just used that to power your car. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like there, there's no point in using it to break up the water into the component parts. You might as well have just used that energy in the first place. But he's like, no. 
basically like you're getting more output now in the form of hydrogen gas because according to him and his water fuel cell um to split the water it takes less energy than than traditional electrolysis would have i think yeah does that make the what i say makes sense at that point because that's like the big that's the big thing here with the water fuel cell yeah that makes sense okay so it's it's like he's basically saying like i can with less energy perform electrolysis than the minimum energy requirement that would be predicted by conventional science so it's like a huge claim it's like this is like a big fucking deal like we shouldn't underestimate like this would completely change the entire world if this if this is um if this water fuel cell functions the way he says it does now because then you can power other things not just cars you can power everything you deal with this simple process yeah (laughs) (laughs) hydrogen gas you can also blow shit up (laughs) that's true uh Maybe there'd be a, a return in like those big, you know, like those old school Zeppelin blimps mm-hmm. full of hydrogen gas floating around. Yeah. Tr- <laughs> hydrogen gas would be like, be free as fuck. I don't know any other applications for hydrogen gas other than old school <laughs> Zeppelins. <laughs> Do you? Um, I mean, it's a fuel source, obviously. Really. but yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's about it. That's about it. Like hydrogen fuel cells. Just that one guy, he's been holding on to like old Zeppelin stocks from like the 1920s yeah. <laughs> or some shit. He's like, I knew it would come. Makes bank. <laughs> Fuck all your NFTs. Zeppelins. Um, the mechanism of action. Now, this is this is what he says. So you create something that's called Brown's gas. I guess it's a mixture of oxyhydrogen at a ratio of two to one. So it's the same composition as liquid water. Um, and you mix that with ambient air. So like Brown's gas, the way I, like, I don't, I don't know. This is what, this is where we're starting to get a little fringe. It sounded like, you have a certain ratio of oxygen to hydrogen, but then you've mixed it with normal air. So there's going to be nitrogen in it, carbon dioxide, carbon monoxide, methane, chlorofluorocarbons, free radicals and electrons, and other shit. And this is really this like this is what we're using to generate the energy. Now I looked further into Brown's gas. And it seems like there's a lot of areas of pseudoscience that they're just like, oh, it's Brown's gas. Mm. Oh, it's just Brown's gas. <laughs> like, it seemed to be like a trend, like Brown's gas is like, or brown gas, I don't know, is, it's like when someone says they have something, they're like, oh, it's, it works on Brown's gas or brown gas. So I don't, and that's the other thing, I couldn't even figure out if it was, is it brown gas or is it Brown's gas? Like, as in... <laughs> The guy's last name was Brown. So now you're referring to it, you know, in the first person, like Brown's, Brown apostrophe S, Brown's gas. Like it's, you know what I mean? It's like the student's T test. You always capitalize the S because the guy's last name was student. 
You know what I mean? Oh, is that what? Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not because we're students. It's like th- that T test was developed oh, by God. a guy. His last name was Student. So confusing. Yeah. Was this good? So was Brown just farting? And he's like, oh, look at this. <laughs> look at hey, come over here. Come over here. Look at this. Look at this. Your light's on fire. <laughs> it's just like his name's like Ed Brown. Like Brown's gas. It runs on Taco Bell. America runs on Taco Bell <laughs> instead of Duncan. If we could just if we could just harness Brown's gas, we'd solve all the energy <laughs> problems. We got these guys farting in jars and shit. Maybe honestly, that's honestly, yeah, that makes yeah, that's about right. Have you ever seen Mr. <laughs> Methane from Britain's Got Talent? Oh my god. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen it that clip. <laughs> That guy. Uh, that's the best. That's Brown's That gas. guy's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. That's a talent. I don't know what the fucking judges were thinking. It actually it actually is. That gives that that deserves a golden buzzer. <laughs> well Especially we to like judges. not get stage fright. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be my biggest worry, you know. <laughs> How how did he do that? <laughs> Sorry, we're 12 on this podcast. <laughs> um okay. So that's that's that brings me to the end of what I have to say about this water fuel cell. That's what they're claiming. There's some kind of process, but let's let's fucking get into this cuz I, I have more to say about it, but I want to do it in such a way where um, we outline the criticisms and then go into how people counter the criticisms. That's how I found would be the best way to talk about this. Okay. So we kind of, you know, we talked about Stanley. We talked about his fuel cell. Um, talk, we, you know, talked a little bit about brown gas. But let's let's get into some of the criticisms. We brought this up already. Laws of thermodynamics. Can't get more energy out of a system than you put into the system. That's how this. That's how the game works in our universe. Um, unless there's something that we don't understand, that's basically how it works. Now, there are some common ways I found people countered this point um, when they were referencing Stanley Myers' water fuel cell. The first one, like I was saying, is this resonance energy idea. So people cite resonance energy. They just say resonance energy. And a common analogy that I was finding was because we have we've talked about resonance a bit on this podcast in different contexts, but you know you could like break glass with the right frequency. So yeah. some people, you know, so like instead of like you know using energy to pick up the glass and break the glass, you could in some way use a frequency to break it, and maybe that would use less energy. So like. Some people argue that Myers figured out a way to do something similar with the water molecules. And so the threshold of energy to break uh, water into hydrogen and oxygen was just reduced in some novel way by using this resonance energy approach. That's a common thing that people will say. But I honestly, I couldn't find, (laughs) I couldn't find like any legitimate mechanisms of action for how that would work um you know in 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 
in a physical sense, like the physics of that. But that's just what people said. Now, the other one I found that people cite to, to be like, oh, you know, thermodynamics don't matter here. It was like a focused energy thing. So to give an analogy of this, it's like picture a group of like 5,000 soldiers on a bridge and imagine they're all just like stomping randomly on the bridge. <clears throat> you know, the bridge probably wouldn't break because like the, the force is completely random and it can withstand the force at any given time because it's not all at the same time. Yep. Like if you imagine that same 5,000 soldiers stomping or like jumping at the same time and like, you know, stomping on the bridge in like a particular pattern, you'd get like a greater peak energy. So it's not random anymore. You have like a peak energy because it's all at the same time. So then the bridge, you could break the bridge in theory. So there's some people online, they were suggesting that Stanley Myers discovered how to do this in the context of electrolysis. But again, you know, I, you can't find any sources of how that would work. It's just like, it's just an analogy. But that's what people were saying. Yeah. Yeah. No, it makes sense. Also to like note Stanley Meyer, like, um, had thousands of patents under his name. So he was yeah, like an inventor his, his whole life. And this is like something that he did. Like he would come up with an invention, write a patent, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but with this particular patent, um, it was very vague. So you can't quite get details. So I guess like the magic ingredient or, you know, uh, was, was held with Stanley Meyer. Right. And not necessarily public information. Right. But yeah, apparently like <laughs> even like the, patent office they like had a they knew him they're like oh it's another one of his patents so we're just going to grant it to him because it's kind of crazy and it's not not it's not going to work so yeah he well, had it in, he, you know yeah i mean that patent office he was probably their number one customer they're like when they every time yeah. he came in they had donuts and coffee out and fucking gift yeah. cards and shit <laughs> like hey sit down hey, sit down what, yeah. what do you have for us today that'll be I mean, five hundred dollars yeah yeah, yeah. To issue patents it's true yeah yeah no seriously so like they probably were happy as hell they're like yeah man how many you got 10 patents yeah let's go 500 a piece or whatever the fuck the cost is i don't know probably more than that like i don't know i've never patented anything but you haven't um, Jeez, get on ah <laughs> i'm gonna patent brown's gas and it's just gonna be a. Uh, like it's just it's just all the diagrams and shit it's just going to be exactly what the methane man does it's going to be like scientific yeah it'll be like it'll go straight from like the food i consume and like scientifically explain how that's the chemical biochemical processes that like occur and like how the body expels that and it'll you know be five pages of how that works but that's all it is it's just a human eating something and then farting it but said and then extremely every, detailed. Every time somebody farts, you get a royalty on it. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be like, so you're using my uh, mat. You're, you're you're using my patent. Yeah. You're not allowed I to do that, that unless you pay me. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if you did that and you like really, really like you know jargoned the fuck out of it, and you gave it to a patent office. Do you think the patent guy reviewing it would be like, oh, this is just someone farting or do you think they'd be like actually this is interesting 
Do you think they would no, be able think, to detect that? Yeah, you'd probably have to like present it at a panel of experts. I don't know. That's a funny prank. If someone's out there and wants to do that, please. I'm not going to do that, but that would be hilarious. Because yeah, I bet like you five thousand dollars to patent to start the process. So <laughs> it's still it'd be worth it just to get say it was patented. It'd be so funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe the methane guy should do that. But anyways, Mr. Methane. <laughs> So, okay, uh, while we're in the criticisms, I, I, <laughs> I went on a little tangent when I was going on this. I found a guy online. He's named Edward Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, uh, yeah, Christian Mingle or some shit. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Hates me. No. <laughs> So I found this guy, Edward Mitchell. He wrote a PDF saying he solved Meyer's patents. Because uh, I actually found he answered a, a question on Quora. There's someone asked, they're like, is Stanley Meyer's shit real kind of thing? And this guy, Edward Mitchell, he responded. He's like, yes, it is. I'm the C- CEO of True Green Solution. <laughs> this is real. Here's my PDF. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah, I got to read this PDF. Hmm. Um, and I looked into him. So first, first I, I checked him out on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> um, and he basically just has like a bunch of tweets that like showcase his GoFundMe. Like most of the tweets had a GoFundMe link. And I was like, oh, let's go check this out. So I went to his GoFundMe and he's requesting $200,000 USD. So far, he has $3,700 USD, 22 donors backing him. And this is since this campaign has been going since 2015. So in seven years, he raised almost four grand um, for the water fuel cell. And I, I read the document, and I would just need to say, I'll save everyone the trouble. It is fucking horribly written, <laughs> like just horribly written. Like I have, I have some quotes from it that I want to read after, but. But like it looks cool. Like there's a lot of diagrams and stuff. And like the diagrams like look really cool and like interesting. And you're like, oh fuck. And basically he claimed that Stanley Myers, what he was doing was mimicking thunderstorms and was using the same principle as what thunderstorms do. And he called it the global electric circuit. And basically he was saying, like, this global electric circuit, he instead of it being like a natural phenomenon, he's like, he harnessed it in the water fuel cell. So, I watched. I this. this is, I went on a fucking funny. There was a thunderstorm happening while I was researching this, like <laughs> legitimately. It was fucking gnarly. Um. So I was like, I got. I I went down this rabbit hole and I looked him up on. There's a YouTube interview with him, and he said, he was asked in the interview because he's showcasing like how the water fuel cell could be made and like you know the shit that he's looked into, and they're like, well, how did you figure this out? How did you do this? And he's like, quote, I used the scientific method, end quote. That's what he said. 
just use the science. Just use the scientific method. I'm like, all right, it's man. It's not wrong. It's not wrong. That's good. That's good. Now I have a quote from the PDF. He says the following quote. <laughs> what I found interesting in my studies towards learning how this technology actually works is no one ever asked the question. How does plant break the bonds of the water molecules? Once I saw that all it really did was to reach in and take the electrons away from the atoms that made up the water molecules, I then looked into other ways in which we know how to get the electrons away from the atoms. End quote. Seems like a fucking scam. I don't know. Yeah. I need the fuck a CEO. is this Adam guy? He's a CEO. <laughs> Why Adam. does he have all these adre- electrons? <laughs> <laughs> so that was an interesting tangent I found. I was like, there's, so there is someone out there who's working on the tech. Don't worry. Someone's out there. They're working on it. If you want to go contribute to the GoFundMe, it's out there. Um. How does plant break the bonds of water water molecules? (laughs) How does plant? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't know, man. Like I I actually don't know. So how does brick? How does plant? (laughs) How does water? (laughs) That is the question nobody asks. (laughs) How does wall? Just like what? How does does building? <laughs> How does Mr. Methane? Yeah. <laughs> just like just like legitimately he's, serious. He's brink he's uh, he's brick from Anchorman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love lamp. Yeah. I love couch. <laughs> I don't know. So anyways, that was that was a fun tangent that I went down. And he, dude, he has like, I think, I, I, sorry, I could be wrong, but I believe there was like thousands of tweets. Like there's like thousands. Yeah. It's like, anyways. Easy there, Trump. <laughs> um, or Musk. He's the next Elon Musk. Could be. Well, it, honestly, if he builds a water fuel cell, he would be. Yeah. And I'll be eating my fucking words. I'm like, well, how does plant, man? Like, <laughs> you figured it out. So while we're in this criticism section, um, so my my whole point that I, sorry before we go, my whole point was like the only one batting in Stanley Myers' cor- corner right now is this guy. There's no one else. There's mm-hmm. just this guy. You go look. This is the only guy you'll find batting in his corner, and potentially the Swerve podcast. Yes. Well, we'll see what we think when we get through this. Um, okay, so this while we're in the criticisms, this guy, Philip Ball, he wrote something in Nature, which is one of the leading scientific journals. He uh, characterized Meyer's claims as pseudoscience, noting that, quote, it's not easy to establish how Meyer's car was meant to work, except that it involved a fuel cell that was able to split water using less energy than was released by recombination of the elements. Crusaders against pseudoscience can rant and rave as much as they like, but in in the end, they might as well accept that the myth of water as fuel is never going to go away, end quote. 
So he's basically just saying, like, this is this is not correct, but people will always claim, you know, people want something for nothing. So there's always going to be this myth that you can get something from nothing. And, and usually that's the case of, you know, you need to use water as fuel or something like that. Now, to date, no peer-reviewed studies of Stanley Myers devices have been published in the scientific literature, um, despite, you know, his patents being available to create the device. So the, the question, a common criticism is like, well, why, why did no one simply use his patents or drawings to recreate the device if it's real, right? I mean, it's been 20 plus years. Uh, the other thing too, like any, uh, you know, corporate entity where their profit is to design and construct automobiles, like why didn't they incorporate his work? you would have the biggest competitive edge in selling your vehicles over anyone else. You would, you would instantly be a monopoly, right? Like, am I going to go buy a test? Well, you, you might still do that. But the point is like, if you patented that tech and you like, you didn't give it to the other companies, like let's say Ford all of a sudden has a water fuel cell powered car. They're like, Oh, you can, our, you can buy our car and fuel cost is $0. Yeah. Or you can go buy a Tesla. Like, what are you going to do? You know what I mean? Like, you would just have a monopoly. Like, people... So, like, why... If this is a real technology and the patent's out there and, like, you know, we have top scientists working on everything all the time, like, where, where, why is this not a thing? It doesn't make sense that it just, like, these companies would suppress it because the personal gain to the individual company would be far greater than anything. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Was Stanley ever offered like money? I think he was like the Belgian guys. Yeah. Well, he was looking for investors trying to take it off the ground. Um, but I think he was, he claims that he was approached by like car companies to try and like buy him out of his patents and then kind of like kill it there. So he never sold it. He wanted to build it on his own. Yeah. Because he was worried that they would just like buy it and then never make it. Shelve it. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, that, I mean, that could be the case. I just, I don't know if I was buying it, but it's possible. Um, so this is I, I, one of the criticisms. I was watching, again, watching one of his lectures and he was explaining how God and angels told him how to use water as a fuel source. So like for me that like I instantly just like lost all credibility because I was like, oh, okay, like that's like what every person says for like everything. Like I think any cult, they're like, God, God told me I'm the best. Listen to me. Or like, this is real. God told me. Or like, oh, this comet's actually going to come by. Like God told me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay. Or we won cool. this football game because God helped me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he also explained... Um, how he was in like high level meetings where he could confirm that people and and yeah, this is what you were saying that like, he's like, Oh, I was in these high level meetings and like, there are people in industry that want to suppress this technology. So like, he's doing it to like save the country. He's like, I'm not going to give into this. And it's kind of like, I don't know. It's kind of embellishing thing. It felt like very embellished when I heard him say that kind of stuff. Like he's just like, I'm yeah. in these high level meetings and like, I'm saving the country because God told me. And basically, like, 
if you listen to him explain stuff, if this lecture specifically, you can find it's like a 55 minute lecture. He has like all these slides and stuff. And he basically just explains electrolysis. Like he just tells you how electrolysis works. And you're like, oh, okay. Now, we would be remiss if we didn't mention in these criticisms, we didn't talk about the lawsuit. Um, the so lawsuit. <laughs> the lawsuit. The defamation lawsuit. <laughs> yeah. The Amber Heard <laughs> Johnny Depp lawsuit. Yeah. Um, so Stanley Myers, that'd be funny. <laughs> he just got like some crazy girlfriend that shit in his bed and shit. That'd be, <laughs> that'd be fucking awesome. Yeah. Just the lawsuit completely unrelated to this water feels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's crazy. Uh, Jesus can't even save her. <laughs> so, uh, basically, okay. So his invention was basically termed fraudulent after two investors whom he had sold dealership offerings the rights to the business in the water fuel technology they sued him in 1996 so his car was due to be examined by the expert witness michael lawton this was a professor of electrical engineering at queen mary university of london uh, and fellow of the royal academy of engineering now the thing is myers made up some what was called quote a quote, a lame excuse, end quote, for the reason he couldn't make it the day of the examination. So this guy was like going to go test this shit and be a witness on it. And he's like, well, there was just some excuse that he couldn't show him it. Now, his water fuel cell was later examined by three expert witnesses in court who found that there was, quote, was nothing revolutionary about the cell at all that it was simply using conventional electrolysis, end quote. Now, the court found Myers had committed, quote, gross and egregious fraud, end quote, and ordered him to repay the two investors their $25,000. It's pretty big criticism. Like, the fact that that lawsuit is known and it's like, hmm. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll get into it. We're almost done here. Let's let's talk about the death. Now, Grove City Police, they went uh, with the Franklin County Coroner report that ruled that Myers, who had high blood pressure, died of a cerebral aneurysm. Now, this guy, Philip Van Mortelle, one of the Belgian investors, stated that he had been supporting... Uh, Myers financially for several years and considered him a personal friend and that he had no clue where the rumors came from. So the other thing that I wanted to mention on this, not my final thought yet, but even though the coroner's report said it was a cerebral, cerebral aneurysm and that he wasn't poisoned, here's where it could be. Um, so there's things that you can take if you already have some comorbidities like high blood pressure that can increase your chance of having like a aneurysm or a bleed or a stroke or something like that. So that could be the theory that it wasn't uh, like if like a blood thinner. It wasn't cyanide. No, it was like probably rat poison or like warfarin or something of a blood thinner 
where it thinned out his blood. So when he did have the cerebral, cerebral aneurysm, he died from it. That's what some people say. So the, the poison theory is still on the table. Yeah, even though the official coroner report wouldn't mention it. Right. Because if he wasn't on that like medication before, then he wouldn't know. But if somebody slipped it in to his drink at breakfast or dinner, and he already had high blood pressure and was due for a cerebral aneurysm, maybe. Interesting take. That's interesting. Okay, let's let's get into final thoughts here. So the question, what do you think? Is this is this fucking fuel cell real or like what? What's going on here? I would have to say <clears throat> that it's not real. Yeah. Because of the expert witnesses that said there's nothing special about the <clears throat> engine, it's just electrolysis. Also, when you're doing it on a scale of like a buggy and you're driving around your neighborhood and then you're trying to like extrapolate the like fuel estimate where it's like, okay, I could get to New York on 22 gallons or something. It's like, it's not really a fair assumption. Yeah. And when it's just like, who knows like how he was doing those tests. Maybe he like started at the top of a hill had electrolysis going and then just like, oh, look, I made it to the bottom of the hill and I barely used any water. It's like, yeah, because you were using momentum or gravity. Right, yeah, like potential energy and shit, yeah. Yeah, like we don't know how he came up with these estimates and the fact that it's been so long and there hasn't been anything even close or remotely close to what he's suggesting um, probably leans, I, I lean more towards that. You know, this wasn't a legitimate invention or something that could be invented. Yeah. No, I'm in, I'm 100% in the same camp. He's, uh, like, it, it doesn't make any sense. Like, let's just even talk about the lawsuit, like, with those Belgian guys. Um, you're talking about a $25,000 lawsuit. Like, it's not even, like, <laughs> it's not even, like, that big amount of money. Like, it's, like, it just seems strange. It's if you have this crazy invention that is going to revolutionize the entire world and it's like, there's like a $25,000, it's like, that's like peanuts. Like who, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And the fact that he was like in these high level meetings and then yeah. the only people that wanted to invest were like local dealerships where it's like, yeah, I'll invest. And then I can get, I, I'd be the first one selling your water cars. It's like, okay, if, if it was legitimate, he would have like Ford as an investor or oh you know, my God. some of these other companies. He'd have people coming out of the fucking, just coming out of everywhere. To kill him. Trying to yeah. throw money at them. <laughs> No, no, just to throw money. Like, <laughs> yeah, the poison. <laughs> like, it wouldn't be a $25,000 investment. This would be like, you know, you'd have venture yeah. capitalists everywhere trying to get yeah. a piece of this because this would be insane. Yeah. Now, I, I, let me be clear here on my position. I am not saying that big oil doesn't fuck around. We brought up OPEC. Oh, that's essentially what OPEC is. OPEC is a cartel. That's yeah. what. It, you know, that's literally what it is. So I'm not here to be like, oh, like, I don't think big oil does shenanigans. Um, 
I, that's not my position at all. My position is for sure there would be shenanigans, but there wouldn't for this particular case, it, the shenanigans don't make sense. So if he, if he was, let's say assassinated, the patent's out there. It's public knowledge. It's not like this was some secret shit. The fucking car is out there. Like the engine is built. Like people have the engine. You know what I mean? So it's, it's not like the engine went to his grave. So where is it? Like, how come no one did anything with it? How come no one could figure out this energy resonant shit? Because mm-hmm. it's not real. It's simple as that, in my yeah. opinion. The other thing that I want to mention is uh, we haven't talked about his brother in a while in all of this. Uh, so his brother was like very involved in the project. But since his death, he's like stayed away from it completely. Yeah. And like he believes it. But it's like if you know how he your brother did it, uh, wouldn't you want to like try and save the world as well? Yeah. And then it's like if yeah. two brothers die from the same thing, then we have a we have a good conspiracy on our hands. But one guy, right. one brother just dying and the other like, no, it was real, but I'm never gonna talk about it. Eh. It's kinda like, okay, he's in on it too. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like you could always take it to the next level and be like, well, he was paid off to think, to say those things. And it's like, well, like it just doesn't seem like that's the case for this one. Just like, no, I, I don't buy the water fuel cell to me. It, that's all it was. It was, uh, you know, it was a convenient idea and thing, but like there was no truth to it. I didn't even see the car running. I can't. I didn't see the car being driven. I can't find a video of that. Um, is it like? Did the car? I don't even know if the car actually ran. And I, I YouTube it. I googled it. I couldn't find anything. Yeah. yeah. Where's? Why is there not like that? At least that. <laughs> like you're you're bringing this fucking car around to all these conventions and stuff. It's like, are you? You didn't. There wasn't a video of you driving it there. Like you're always hauling it on a trailer or like what, what's going on? <laughs> no, seriously. Like, yeah. Unless like, I, maybe I just suck at Google and oh, Google's in on it and they're suppressing the information and shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's shadow banned, bro. Shadow banned. <laughs> you can't even find the car on Instagram. <laughs> so, yeah, for me, it was, it's one of, it's, yeah, for me, no, I think it was just electrolysis. And I feel like, yeah, I don't know, I, I maybe I'm speculating a bit, but like there was, seemed like he was pushing it forward. Like maybe he liked the recognition. I, I don't know. Fake, fake news. That's my verdict. Do you think he was poisoned? Or he just died? Uh, why would his last words be, they poisoned me? Well, first of all, we can't even corroborate that that was his last words. That's what his but brother said was the last words. words. We're going, if it's 100% confirmed that that was his last words, can I conceive of a, why he would say that? I don't know. Like Maybe he had like a cheesecake there and like, you know, he wasn't watching his cholesterol. And he's, yeah. I, I don't even know where the restaurant was, but like maybe. 
Maybe he I mean, he was, the, he was most restaurant. definitely paranoid. They poisoned me. Yeah. So. He was paranoid. And then he just happened to have a cerebral aneurysm. And it's like, oh, but I'm a healthy guy. I'm only 58. Yeah, but you eat red steaks and drink whiskey <laughs> and smoke cigars every day. I don't know if he did that, but he looked, he sounded and looked like the type of guy that would. <laughs> And I have no qualms with that. I love fucking eating steaks, smoking cigars, and drinking whiskey. (laughs) Yeah. But. Yeah, I guess we can say sorry, Stanley Meyer. But you're a fraud. Having said that, uh, first and foremost, let's thank Sidestepping the Sun for um, making the intro and outro music to this podcast. Yeah, thank you. Canadian rock band. Um, also, El Yucateco Hot Sauce, still unofficial sponsor of the Swerve Podcast. We're getting close. We're getting close, but we're still not close enough. Are we in high-level meetings with El Yucateco yet? (laughs) Should I answer that like Stanley Myers, or should I answer that? (laughs) We're getting close. We're in high-level meetings with El Yucateco. We're coming out with uh, our own product <laughs> yeah. in collaboration with El Yucateco. God and angels, they told me. They told me. <laughs> I asked them. They told me. El Yucateco, it's coming close. It's close. Praise. Amen. <laughs> now watch this drive. Yeah, now watch <laughs> this drive. Um, yeah, fucking sick hot sauce, habanero based. I eat it every day. I like spicy food, and I think if you like spicy food, you would love the hot sauce. I would check it out. 100% recommend it. Um, and let them know we sent you. If um, if you so would. If you if you tried it and you liked it, you know, at them. Tell them the Swerve Podcast sent you their way. That would really help us secure this sponsorship. Because when we get that sponsorship, we're going to share the fuck out of the El Yucateco hot sauce with everyone. For sure. Sick deal. Do we have other words to say? Is though? Yeah, I do. Um, if you have enjoyed, whether or not you've enjoyed this episode of the podcast, uh, you'll probably find an episode that you will enjoy uh, in our library of episodes. So we cover a wide range of topics. Fringe, not fringe, conspiracy, aliens, all this other stuff. We cover it all. So if you didn't enjoy this one, there is an episode out there that you will enjoy. You just have to listen to every single episode. Um, But also tell your friends about us, family and friends. Let them know uh, about the podcast. We're trying to grow it, grassroots movement. And then if you haven't found a free episode that you enjoy... Uh, check out our Patreon. We have a big library of episodes. So our Patreon is patreon.com slash slash the swerve podcast. Uh, and there you'll, you have the option of two tiers, a $1 uh, ride the wave tier, which gives you access to these monthly exclusive episodes on Patreon and shout outs on the podcast. And then we also have a $3 slap that ass tier which will give you shout-outs on the podcast. You'll get access to those episodes, and you'll also get access to our main and Patreon episodes a few days before everyone else as well. So 
there's episodes out there for you. And you don't have to uh, support us through Patreon. You could support us through buymeacoffee.com as well. Uh, all proceeds go back into the podcast. And finally, if um, you're, you know, you're not really at that stage in your life yet, uh, just interacting with us on social media is a great way to help out. Uh, you know, like, comment, subscribe, share uh, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, everywhere. Hell, even reach out to El Yucateco so we can get that collaboration going. Um, just anything you do along those lines of interacting with us on social media, we have a sticker pack. So if you would lo- love some badass stickers sent to you for free, um, there's a few ways you can go about it. You can leave us a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts, uh, take a screenshot and send it to us, and then, you know, provide us with some information that we can send you these stickers at. Uh, they're really cool stickers, waterproof. You can see them in our drink posts that we post on Instagram and Facebook. Um, if you don't have Apple Podcasts or you don't like using them, plead your case, you know, uh, show us that you really do listen to our podcast and are a fan, uh, you know, follow us, comment, etc., and send us the proof. And, you know, you'll soon be receiving stickers in your mailbox. So that's pretty cool. Fuck yeah. Um, I don't think I have anything else to say. So that probably brings me to the point of the podcast where I say, fuck Linktree. Just casual, fuck off Linktree, you suck, shitty company. Um, they banned us for some reason a long time ago and we're bitter about it. And uh, I don't know, just, just you know, yeah, yeah, let's throw it out there, fuck them. Fuck Linktree. We'll just say that. Uh, what else do I have to say? Oh, yeah. That's the other thing. Speaking of band, some of our episodes, they are removed from various platforms because we're so fucking controversial, apparently. Big oil is after us. Hopefully we don't get poisoned. Um, <laughs> but if you want the full list of episodes, you can find them on BitChute. It's it's like YouTube, but shittier. But they're they're all there. You can find them there censorship resistant platform also if you're into the you know the whole blockchain thing you like the whole idea of decentralization there is a website called odyssey.com it's also like youtube it's very similar to youtube except it's based on blockchain technology so all of our episodes are up there and they can't get banned because they can't censorship resistant um other than that let's just i'd like to thank everybody Uh, for listening yeah um Also, if you have any episode recommendation, topic recommendation, or drink recommendations, please send them send them our way, and we'll try and get to them as quickly as possible. Patreons, of course, get priority in that queue, I guess. Um, but yeah, every, every, anyone's open to send us topic topic recommendations. So highly appreciated if you do. Sick. So yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. Again, shout out, thanks to the Patreons. Straight up, couldn't do this without the Patreons. Huge support. Super stoked. Um, Slap that ass. And ride the wave.
That's awesome. I'm not an alcoholic. <laughs> I'm drunk on Jesus. <laughs> Just downs like a 2-6. No, I'm pretty sure you're drunk on whiskey, bro. Uh, 